something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space, space. space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped right, right. boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Alpha Sale is here with 30% off Alpha and installation. The Container Store, where space comes from. You know something? I'm concerned when I'm not drinking Kool-Aid that has something in it. And when I'm certainly not doing any drugs like smoking crack. When I agree with Jeb Bush. Now, I agree with Jeb Bush on Common Core and on some levels immigration, as I did his brother with regard to immigration. But Jeb Bush has grave doubts about Donald Trump as commander-in-chief. As a matter of fact, Bush has his opinions of Trump, just like Donald Trump had his opinions of Jeb Bush and Jeb Bush's brother specifically with regard to 9-11. Listen up. Here's Jeb Bush talking about Donald Trump, but not with regard to 9-11, with regard to nuclear warfare and being in charge if he were to be our commander-in-chief. Take a listen. I got more to tell you. got some questions, then we'll talk about it. Here's Jeb Bush talking about the Donald. Now, you're making some very strong statements about Donald Trump uh, in this interview uh, this morning. Uh, You just put out a new web ad, in fact, attacking Trump, uh, saying he's not serious. Uh, Let's play a clip from that. Now, the ad goes on to highlight or lowlight, uh, depending on your point of view, of Trump's moments in which uh, I'm sure you would argue he is not being serious. In light of this new ad, let me re-ask you what I asked at the last debate. Do you feel comfortable with Donald Trump's hand on the nation's nuclear codes? Your ad seems to be stating very clearly that you do not. You invoke the number of nuclear weapons the United States has. I, I, I have grave doubts, to be honest with you, and it's only because of the things he says. It looks as though he does, he's not taking the, the responsibility, the possibility of being president of the United States really seriously. For him, it looks as though it's... Uh, He's an actor playing the uh, role of a candidate for president, not boning up on the issues, not having a broad sense of the responsibilities of what it is to be a president. In his own words, it's, it gives me great concern for sure. And a lot of other people will as well. Why do you think he continues to do so well with Republican voters? Look, he's a, he's a f- phenomenal personality for sure. And uh, he's capturing people's deep anger and angst about Washington, D.C., for sure. Uh, but... He's not going to be able to solve these problems. He's just he's mirroring people's anger, and he does it uh, very effectively. But when people begin to think about who's going to be president of the United States, who, who has the judgment and the seriousness and the ideas to be president to lead us in a different direction, I think that his support will wane. There are Democrats with whom, I'm, with whom I've spoken who think that if it ends up being Trump versus Clinton, that Clinton will just destroy him and that there will be Republicans who, Republican officials who come out and endorse Hillary Clinton. Do you agree? I don't think Trump's going to win the nomination. I think we're going to have a nominee that will unite the party and win the presidency. What makes you think he's not going to get the nomination? He's 
been leading in the polls now for months. I just as a political yeah, reporter, look, I don't see any evidence that he's not going to get the nomination. We'll see. We'll see, Jake. I mean, this time four years ago, this time eight years ago, the conditions were very different, and the nominee emerged in the uh, in the in the January and February time frame. And I expect that that will be the case again this time. Now, we want to talk about this, and I want you to join us here at 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. That is the number. Now, you heard Jeb Bush. He said Donald Trump discusses foreign policy like a reality show star. And he also says that the, the support for this Republican frontrunner will eventually wane. Now, there are those of us like myself on the left who, who hope that and who, who are we're starting to see that a bit. There are those on the right who hope that. But certainly Trump and his supporters do not. Bush also said he has little confidence in Trump's ability to appropriately handle America's nuclear weapons. And you just saw him. That was Jeb Bush uh, talking to Jake Tapper of CNN in an interview that aired yesterday on State of the Union. And you heard what he said. Now, Jeb Bush said Trump's proposed plan of hoping that ISIS removes Syrian President Bashar al-Assad from power, and then Russia taking on ISIS is, quote, like some kind of board game and not a serious approach. Now, he's got a point there. I mean, Donald Trump had told us that, you know, basically that Obama's weak and, you know, he's going to be real tough on ISIS. That's how you're going to be tough on ISIS? Stand back. Let them take over a country. Let Syria become a caliphate and then let Vladimir Putin do it? idiot. What kind of a blood? Even I would have a better plan than that. And I have no business being president or making, I inhaled, and making bad decisions on foreign policy. Please. And Jeb Bush speaks to the lack of seriousness. It's not serious. It's caca to say we're going to build a wall and have the Mexicans pay for it. It's not serious to say, I've got money, I've got a lot of money, I've got a lot of money, so what? Mitt Romney had a lot of money, he's not president. It's not serious to make such a ridiculous claim, as I just mentioned, with regard to Syria, with regard to ISIS, with regard to that government, and with regard to foreign policy. With except maybe taxes and even to a certain degree immigration, there's not much seriousness coming out of Donald Trump. It's almost as if he thinks that he can run for president, not the way he runs a company even, but the way he does run a reality show. So maybe Jeb Bush's comments weren't that far off base. Now, don't get me wrong. I am a liberal Democrat. I don't want Jeb Bush to be president any more than I want Donald Trump to be president. But I don't want our political process to, you know, have been made a mockery of. And I feel Donald Trump, and no offense to you if you are a supporter, but many of his supporters are making a mockery of the political system. When you, you have degradation of women, when you have racist remarks, when you, you, you try and demonize and blame one religion or people who follow that religion, there's no place in that for that in a melting pot such as the United States. There just can't be. That's not the way we're going to uh, progress. So Jeb Bush gives example after example of uh, the lack of seriousness and that this is a serious time, how we come under grave threats. And he said we need a president with a steady hand. I agree. I don't think it's Jeb Bush, and I certainly don't think it's Donald Trump. And, of course, Jeb is going to dismiss Trump's suggestion that George W. Bush was responsible for 9-11 because it occurred during his presidency. I don't think George Bush is responsible for 9-11. But did George Bush, George W. Bush, 
if if 9/11 had happened under the watch of uh, on the watch of Barack Obama, I think it's safe to say that Barack Obama would be blamed for that. Just as they're trying to blame Hillary Clinton for the death of Ambassador Stevenson from Benghazi. So although I don't want to support Donald Trump and what he said, I don't blame George Bush for 9-11. I blame the the 19 hijackers. But our airports were not up to par with security. Our country was not up to par with security as to who we let in with visas. We felt that we were perhaps above the rest of the world being targets of terrorism. And quite frankly, I didn't like the response by George W. Bush at the time it took him to respond. And in addition to that, if you are the captain of a ship, what happens when it goes down? You go down with it. So you do have, you know, if, if, if somebody in a company does something, the company is sued, not just that individual. George W. Bush, as the former commander-in-chief, was at the helm when that happened, and there is some responsibility that it happened on his watch and that it wasn't prevented by his administration, by the people he appointed to be in charge of different departments that could have perhaps prevented this. We don't know entirely. We do know that the transcription of an Arabic conversation that talked about 9-11 happening was transcribed the day after 9-11. Pretty bad timing. Uh, But anyway, um, Bush said the defense of the 43rd president, George W. Bush, is not just because he's his brother. Look, I have two brothers. You know, I would defend them even if I thought they were wrong. I I get that. I get that. And that's part of the reason, you know, it's hard. You you can't – I mean, really, do you think Bill Clinton's going to say something against Hillary? No. So stop asking. Do you know – what do you think about – what did you think about her performance? Do you really think he's going to say, well, I thought she sucked and could have lost a couple of pounds, didn't like the hairstyle? Seriously, I think that's what people expect. That's not going to happen. But the feud between Donald Trump and Jeb Bush over September 11th over the terrorist attack – escalated over the weekend. Now, Jeb Bush talked about, we were safe with my brother, but I, I don't think many of us felt safe after 9-11. He said, we were safe. And he said, the World Trade Center, uh, Donald Trump said, we were safe. The World Trade Center just went down. Now I'm trying to blame him. I'm not blaming anybody, but the World Trade Center came down. So when he said we were safe, we were not safe. I got to tell you something, though. This feud with Trump is actually going to help Jeb Bush. And it may gain him some percentage points and some money, some checks. Not that he needs it necessarily. Okay? Trump said on Fox News Sunday, I am extremely, extremely tough on people coming into this country. And if and if he were president then, he said he doubted, quote, those people would have been in the country. I'm not blaming George Bush, but I don't want Jeb Bush to say my brother kept us safe because September 11th was one of the worst days in the history of this country. Now, here's the problem. I agree. I'm scared. I agree with Donald Trump on something. I agree with Jeb Bush on something. I agree with Jeb Bush that Donald Trump is handling foreign policy and making remarks like he's running a reality show rather than a serious campaign for president. I agree that I would not trust Donald Trump to be the one with his finger on that button in time of a potential crisis where nuclear weapons could be launched. I agree with that. But I also agree with Donald Trump that we weren't safe then. We were a target. And if you say that we were safe, that really is, I feel insulting to the families and to the victims of 9-11, to the military that were and still, in a sense, are fighting a battle of terrorism that we are part of in this war on terror. 
So let me ask you some questions, and let's get to your calls at 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. I would not trust Donald Trump with our nuclear codes. Would you? Would you? Jeb Bush said he wouldn't. I do agree with Jeb Bush on that. But even if it makes your skin crawl to think you agree with Jeb Bush, would you trust Donald Trump with our nuclear codes? Yes or no? Why or why not? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Which candidate of any of them running, Democrat or Republican, would you trust with the codes and which would you not? Which candidates would you trust with the codes and which would you not? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Now, Donald Trump, and I agree with him, said that former President George W. Bush did not keep us safe since 9-11 happened on his watch. He also said it wouldn't have happened if he were president. That I don't agree with. Do you blame George W. Bush for 9-11? He's not running. Do you blame George W. Bush for 9-11? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And do you think it would have happened if Trump were president? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And let's be honest, would it have happened if anyone was president? Who, who, who could have been president that it wouldn't have happened on the watch of? Be realistic now, not just, uh, not just uh, you know, politically inclined. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Jeb Bush says that Trump looks as though he is an actor playing the role of a candidate for president. He says he talks about things like he's still on The Apprentice. Do you agree or disagree? Why or why not? Is Trump running his campaign like a TV reality show? Is Trump making a mockery of the political process? Is Trump not taking this seriously? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. And Jeb Bush says the reason that Trump is doing well in the polls is because he mirrors the anger of the GOP primary voters. And that when it comes time for those voters to decide... Who would unite the party and who would give the GOP the best chance to win the presidency? It won't be Trump. Do you agree? Do you think Trump's popularity is waning? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. And will Trump's style and his temper eventually change from an asset to a problem for him in the GOP? So if you don't think it's waning now, do you think it eventually will because of this style and the temper? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And I mentioned Trump's proposal for Syria. Let ISIS defeat Assad, then let Russia handle ISIS. What do you think of that plan, America? What do you think of it if you're a Trump supporter, America? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Pick up the phone and join me. Tweet me by following me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. Back to you, your comments, your opinions, your answers to my questions right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Marshall, welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio. Let's get to the calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Is Donald Trump running his campaign like a reality show, like Jeb Bush, Jeb Bush suggests? Will his popularity wane instead of continue to rise? 
Do you think George W. Bush is responsible for 9-11, as Trump said? And Bush said he wouldn't want Donald Trump's on the finger and having the codes regarding nuclear weapons and making such a decision. How about you? Let's go to Carolyn in Massachusetts, line three. Carolyn, good afternoon and welcome. Thank you. Um, I think Donald Trump is trying to run it as a reality show. Hello, Carolyn. Hi, Leslie. Hey. Uh, I think that Donald Trump is trying to run it as a reality show, uh, and he wasn't really good at that either. As far as George Bush and 9-11... I think, why don't we put her on hold and, and remind her, just to let you know, the reason we tell you to turn your radio down, everyone, it gets really confusing uh, because you can hear the delay, you hear yourself in delay, and then you can't focus and concentrate on what you're saying. So, Carolyn, we'll come back to you there in mass. Let's go to Washington State Line 2 with Paul. Paul, uh, uh, good at, well, you know, we're going to go into a break. Paul, hang on. We have less than a minute. I want you to have time to say what you've got to say. We'll also go back to Carolyn. And uh, we have a line available. If you'd like to join us, pick up the phone and do so. 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537543 is the number. Is Jeb Bush right? And do you agree with Jeb Bush on something? I do on this, that he does not believe that Donald Trump should have the nuclear codes, should have the codes in order to, to, to release a nuclear weapon, to launch a nuclear weapon, which the commander in chief has the power to do. Should that power be in the hands of Donald Trump, in your opinion? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. And also regarding Bush, another Bush, George W. Bush, Donald Trump blames him for 9-11, for 9 for September 11th. Do you? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-6537-543. Pick up the phone and join me. All of those things can give you an upset stomach. Experts say that nearly all of us eventually develop some sort of digestive problems because as we age, our stomachs produce less of the enzymes needed to break down food. So, do what I do. When I have that queasy, uneasy, reflexy feeling, I take a Gutsy Chewy tablet. Gutsy Chewy is an oral and digestive supplement. Best of all, 100% natural. Gutsy Chewies were invented by my buddy, Dr. Doug Higigi. He is a gastroenterologist and a dentist. And what he did is he blended natural heartburn remedies like papaya, licorice root, and apple cider vinegar. And then he added calcium, magnesium, and xylitol for oral health as well. When you put all of those things together, they actually boost your body's natural defense against heartburn and reflux. Gutsy Chewies are gluten and lactose free. They come in citrus and wild berry flavors. So when you get a queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling, take a Gutsy Chewy tablet. You'll feel better and it's better for your health. Learn more at GutsyProducts.com or call 855-GO-GUTSY. That's 855-484-8879. That's GutsyProducts.com. Let's get back to the calls. We are talking with you this afternoon at 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537543. Pick up the phone and join me. A couple of questions for you. One. Do you agree with Jeb Bush when he says, I wouldn't want Donald Trump to be the guy to have his finger on the button to be able to launch a nuclear weapon if we ever, God forbid, are at that point in America? Is Donald Trump the guy? Now, if you support him and you don't call me, you're not a heck of a supporter. And if you don't support him and, 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 you know, I don't hear from you, then I'm assuming you really don't care who presses that button or not. Who do you trust to have that kind of power? Because, folks, when you vote for somebody, 
or you vote against somebody. That's part of the package. It's not just about Supreme Court nominees. 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Pick up the phone and join me. Also, Donald Trump said he blames George W. Bush for, he said, look, I'm not blaming George W. Bush for 9-11, but it happened on his watch. Jeb Bush said we were safe. Donald Trump says we weren't. Were we safe before September 11th? Did our safety change on that day? And is George Bush to blame fully or partially because this did happen on his watch? That is a fact historically. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is the number. Pick up the phone and join me. Let's go back to Carolyn Mass on line three in Massachusetts. Hi, Carolyn. Good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Thank you for taking my call. No, I, I would not trust Donald Trump uh, with a nuclear code. He's too hot headed and hot tempered, as you could see when he did his reality show. As far as uh, Bush, um, I don't think that has anything to do with Jeb. That was George's decision and his alone and what happened. It was on his watch. Well, no, no, that's interesting. That's very, very interesting. Just like when they talked to Hillary about decisions Bill made, that's her husband. Fair enough. We really should not, uh, you know, we should not. Uh, blame Jeb Bush for the decisions of George. It's his brother. Just because you have a last name doesn't mean you're that individual. That's right. And the only person I would trust with nuclear codes would be Hillary, because after all, she was Secretary of State, which would have put her third in line for succession to the presidency. She's been all over the world. She knows what's going on everywhere. And she's smart and intelligent, and she's got the gumption to do what has to be done. But she's going to think it through first before being hot-headed and go off flying off the handle like Donald Trump would. All right. Anything else? Uh, I am a Hillary supporter, and uh, I don't think anybody else would be trusted with the code. Certainly not the uh, Republicans, because they're warmongers, and that's all they want to do is go to war. And we want to keep our troops safe and out of war. So I think that Hillary would be the best with the codes and everything. Okay. All right. Thank you. And thank you, Carolyn, for hanging on there and getting that phone thing straightened out. Appreciate it. Thank you for the call. Let's go back to Paul in Washington on line two. Paul, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. And what do you say? Uh, no, I don't agree with Jeb Bush because there's no button. There is no button. There's no. Well, no, he there's talked no... about the new, I'm using the word button. He talked about the nuclear, to have the code. Right. For, for the, to problem. be able to access uh, nuclear weapons, to, to have a secret code that all commanders and in chief do have. Right, and, and a whole lot of people have to put in their codes, and he's the last one. The president is the last one. Correct. So, they, so nobody's going to. There's not going to be any nuclear. There's not going to be any nuclear inputs, uh, barring a nuclear weapon fired. So that is a bunch of uh, hyperbole on the part of Jeb Bush, and I wouldn't trust him with the said codes either. As a matter of fact, the last caller was right. I wouldn't trust any, well, put it this way, every one of the Republican candidates, with the possible exception of Rand Paul, at least based on what he said, is going to have us in, in a war in the Middle East. We're going back into Iraq. So we can count on that disastrous affair starting up all over again. That's what you can count on when you, if, if a Republican is, voted, uh, is elected president next year. You can definitely count on all of them going uh, back into Iraq to have this big ISIS uh, showdown, because especially people like, uh, yeah, I think Donald Trump would, because it, he has to show that he's a man. The problem with Donald Trump is, I don't know what, reality, what a reality TV show is, because I don't watch television, 
but the only thing I can say about Donald Trump is he's just a pompous windbag. And so to, to uphold his ego, as many have accused uh, Vladimir Putin, Putin of having to do, to be, he's, he's kind of an ego monger, Donald Trump would have to, to, uh, to uh, buffer his ego by, by um, getting us into a war. Ben Carson certainly would get us into a war. And uh, Carly Fioroni would get us into a war just because she's mean. And uh, so would all the rest of them. They're, they're all, this is all about uh, uh, Islamic, Islamic uh, a religious war with, with Islam. So that being said, now on the other side of the ticket, uh, in the Democratic Party, of course I would trust uh, every one of the five that are running, and Joe Biden, of course, as well, if he should he decide to run. The top uh, runners, Hillary Clinton and, and Bernie Sanders, I don't think we'll have a sin of war. And uh, certainly I don't think they're going to be pushing the button, so to speak, on nuclear weapons. I don't see Bernie Sanders doing that, and I don't think Hillary Clinton is, is going to take that, the thing very, that, that sort of thing very lightly. So, so bottom line is many Republicans, and we have seen after September 11th, there are other times in our nation's history uh, that conservative Republicans, uh, very pro-military uh, uh, you know, shoot first, ask later, are, are, are more prone and apt to in a knee-jerk reaction to uh, something or even not in a knee-jerk reaction to force their hand or will with another leader or another nation are more apt to use force. Democrats don't have that mindset, which is why you would trust the panel running. I, I would. And the other thing is uh, George Bush did not keep us safe. That's another uh, misnomer. Uh, since we're going so you to agree get- with Trump on that? <laughs> well, I agree with this. Hard part. to say, hard pill to swallow, but you agree with Trump on that. Since we are going to hear from Hillary Clinton on the Benghazi Kangaroo Committee on Thursday, let's 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 be reminded that there were 13 attacks on consulates around the world when George Bush was president. So I guess we were safe. Twenty, we were yes, safe here. 22. For the what? record, 22 embassy workers died while George W. Bush was president, and I bet most people listening can't name one. That's right. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Always uh, good points. Eight 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 six Leslie. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Go to North Carolina on line four with Jeff. Hey, Jeff, listening on TuneIn. How you doing? Good afternoon. Hey, Leslie. I'm so glad that Trump has forced this conversation among the Republicans because there's one thing that's been driving me crazy since that day that I never get anyone talk about on the left that they should. And this is not towards conspiracy theory. It's just how Bush handled what happened and. Of course, he has a team of experts and so on, but they reacted to the news of the first crash as if it was an accident. And that makes absolutely no sense. People tell me, well, the press said it was an accident. Everyone thought it was an accident. Jeff, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but when you said that, do you know what I, I just had in my head? You mean sort of like when somebody reacts to an embassy being attacked and you think it's a video because that happened somewhere else? Um, <laughs> sorry. Couldn't help myself. I'm just saying that Republicans, you know, want to, you know, want to lynch uh, Democrats, if you will, you know, yeah, over the, the the damn first announcement about Benghazi being uh, being over video. When I think it was, uh, you know, plausible at that time because of what was happening in Cairo. That's what you know they thought. Uh, that was their first. That was their first reaction. Obviously, then they then they clarified that. I'm just saying, but it's funny. Republicans can't see that being wrong about a first statement, even though they themselves did that after and thought that after the first uh, plane at 9-11. I understand the general public was told it was an accident, so the general public, whatever. I was asleep at the time. I would think most people would have assumed it's the number one terrorist target. There's no clouds in the sky. That's not an accident. But let's just, okay, fine. They say it was an accident. But here's the thing. 
the general public was not privy to information that was quite key, which was at 8.15, NORAD knew a plane had been hijacked. And like I said, we all know now that they had warnings left and right. So if you're the president and his secret service and so on, and they know a plane has been hijacked when the first plane was struck, you're not going to think, oh, my God, a half hour ago there was a hijacking, and we've had all these warnings. Let's just assume it was an accident, go about our business. Am I missing something? Why doesn't anyone ever talk about that? Well, you know what? I, th- I think because not only are we far from it, and also because George W. Bush is not the flavor of the moment because he's not running its past, and I think most Americans know that there will never be any kind of charges brought against former President Bush, former President Dick Cheney. There will never be uh, treason, uh, charges of treason, which some people feel uh, is uh, accurate and, and adequate, especially for Dick Cheney. And um, I, I understand your ex- enthusiasm, as many out there, having this part of the conversation, but perhaps even more enthusiasm having Republicans uh, talking about this, having this be a Republican but, conversation. I, just, I left that one important aspect of this. People in the second tower, a lot of them came downstairs, and then they were told, go back upstairs. Why weren't they told, uh, you know what, there's a good chance this is an attack, so evacuate. People died after they came downstairs and were told to go back. And that's the specific part of this that they could have been warned from the intel, intelligence community, hey, this, this is not a, this probably is not an accident to evacuate. And I don't understand. That's the specific part where George Bush and his people could have protected those people that are now dead, right? Correct. Right. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, th- thank you for that uh, call, mm-hmm. Jeff, and for your point. Appreciate it very much. Well, let's go to another Paul. This is in New Mexico on line three. Hi, Paul. How you doing? Good afternoon. Hey, Leslie. Great show. Listen, there's there's a few things. Could you imagine if there was a if there was a memo sent to Hillary saying, you know, Benghazi terrorists prepared to attack, and she just said, okay, you covered your ass, get out of here, which is exactly what George W. Bush did with the uh, presidential daily briefing. They were told bin Laden prepared to, and he just said, okay, get out of here. I mean, there's dereliction of duty at the very least going on there. Interesting. Again, you know, there, there's such hypocrisy. This is why we know with the Benghazi, it's a, it is, you know, truly a, you know, trying to, like Kevin McCarthy said and admitted readily, that they, look, they're trying to take Hillary out. I said last week on Sean Hannity's radio show when he said, don't you think this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. I said, I think it's terrible that wasting such time and taxpayer money when you've had over 10 congressional committees, over 30 hearings, and there has been zero evidence of a cover-up, zero evidence of blame to Hillary Clinton or Barack. Obama, zero evidence of a conspiracy. You know, th- this is an example. If you look hard enough, you'll find it. They're looking so damn hard, they still can't find it because there's no it to find. And they're doing it at the, our expense as taxpayers, wasting time, just like they did with the impeachment of President Bill Clinton. And and I said, look, if Hillary tomorrow said, you know what, I, I can't do this. I'm having health problems. I'm backing out of the race. Or God forbid, she were, you know, ill or dro- she would drop dead. If she were dead today, we would not hear the word Benghazi after today. We would not hear emails. We would not hear survey. We would not have Benghazi. They would not have these hearings. We all know it. We all know it. So I agree with you, but it, re- it really bothers me the level of hypocrisy. And I hate when it's on the left as well, but I got to say, not just because I'm a Democrat, just because of history, there's far more hypocrisy going on and coming from the right. Now, there's another thing that happened under George uh, W. Bush's watch that didn't keep us safe, and that was the anthrax. 
and it was military-grade, our military-grade anthrax in the Capitol. Remember all those evacuations? Yes, I do, yes. And it just happened to come at the heels of the vote for the Patriot Act? Correct. And one of the key Democratic votes against it, I believe, was Chuck Schumer, and yes. his office got the anthrax? Yes. I mean, how, how safe were we there? I mean, we were being terrorized. Uh, no question. That was in 2001, and there were anthrax uh, attacks in the United States. Um, uh, and uh, the, the, the FBI says it occurred over the course of several weeks. It began in September of 2001, and that was one week after the September 11th attacks. You're talking about letters that contained anthrax spores that were mailed yeah. to several news media outlets and actually two Democratic U.S. senators. Um, five people were killed, by the way. Seventeen were infected. And uh, that, that definitely was used. It caused not only a major focus in the early years of that investigation on uh, bioweapons by the expert Stephen Hatfield, um, and uh, he was uh, eventually exonerated. They thought he had done it, and Bruce uh, Edwards Ivins became a focus of the investigations, another uh, scientist um, who worked in biodefense labs at Fort Detrick in Frederick, Maryland. Bottom line, using fear, Republicans do that very well, conservatives do that very well, using fear to bring about what they want. Don't drop a bomb, drop a bomb about a potential threat like anthrax is a good example. That very good, very good example. Thank you for the call. We'll take a break. We'll be back right after this. Leslie Marshall, real people, real life, real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Trump, and you might say, why, Leslie, you're a liberal Democrat? Because I actually agree with uh, them. Donald Trump, I agree that we were not safe and kept safe under George W. Bush's watch, which 9-11 did happen on, and that I do feel George Bush is partially, partially to blame, but I don't think he's 100% to blame because there were 19 hijackers that obviously made that possible. But he is to blame in the reaction to that. He is to blame in the time leading up to it. He is to blame at being at the Hellman's Commander-in-Chief with what could have been done to prevent not only those people from coming into the country, and what happened uh, at airlines, I mean, you know, federal organizations such as the FAA, uh, such as, even though we didn't have Homeland Security then, but we certainly had um, ICE uh, and visas issued. He is, you know, at the helm, you know, for that. And if it had been a Democrat, they sure as hell would have been blamed for it, at least in some part. And then I agree with Jeb Bush that Donald Trump is not being serious. But he's treating his candidacy like a reality show. And I would love, I haven't heard anybody's response to Donald Trump. Seriously, if you don't have a problem with this, I'm very concerned for you. And I want to get you all medical attention for mental health disorders. Because if you don't think that Donald Trump's idea to let ISIS take out Bashar al-Assad, the president of Syria, and and in doing that, by the way, they would have not just a portion of Syria as their caliphate, they would have an entire country which would prompt them to get more money, more weapons, and to move into other countries to take over. But that's okay, because we're going to sit back and let Putin take them out. That's absolutely ridiculous. If Putin had the desire to take out ISIS, he'd be doing that now, and he's not. 
And by the way, we should do something about that, in my opinion. We just stand back and wait and see. That's not right. But this is the most ludicrous foreign policy proposal I've ever heard in my entire life as an adult since I've turned 18 years back and I could vote. To say, let terrorists take out a leader. Okay, now look, Assad is bad. ISIS is worse. Let terrorists take out Assad and then let Putin take out ISIS, even though they have turn, would turn Syria into a caliphate by then. And God knows the, the damage that would be done uh, en route to that assassination. I, 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 can't, I can't even believe this. Uh, let's go to Michael in the Bronx, line one. Michael, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Donald Trump versus Jeb Bush. Should we say nasty versus nonsense? Because the thing is, is that I'm, Donald Trump hit um, a couple of good points there about blaming Bush, and so did your callers earlier. Let's remind everyone also that Bush was asked about where's Osama bin Laden, and Bush said, well, I don't know where he is. I don't spend that much time thinking about him anymore. You know, so it's like he was dropping the ball on Osama then. But um, someone said earlier that we can't blame Jeb Bush for George W. Bush's um, record. In a way, you can because he was instrumental in getting his brother into the White House with the chicanery in um, Florida. Bush v. Gore, you know, it was Jeb Bush, it was Catherine Harris, and five uh, right-wing Supreme Court justices that handed Bush a presidency on the silver platter. But you know something? Um, Donald Trump, um, the thing with him is that he says he's for the Republican Party. I think he's pretty much starting his own party, the party of me, myself, and I. Sorry, Beyonce. But, you know, it, the thing is that the guy is so doggone nasty and has a real bad, hostile attitude. No, I no, no, trust him. no, yeah, no, no, no question about that. Very quickly, Michael. Yeah, I wouldn't trust him with um, nuclear codes either. If he's going to throw a fit and wants to launch a nuclear attack on someone that disagrees with him, are you kidding me? All right, thank you. MK uh, emails me, Leslie, Jeb Bush was a co-signer of the PNAC Statement of Principles. Others, Dick Cheney, Paul Wolfowitz, Donald Rumsfeld, he said, Jeb Bush is a Bush, is a Bush, is a Bush. Uh, David said, uh, the button, Democrats would push it, not Republicans. Don't know what pipe you're smoking there, David. Uh, Another person emails and says, uh, Al Gore would not have allowed 9-11 to happen. I'm Leslie Marshall.